0: I'm your host Rachel Kuttner and I'm so glad you're here this podcast will help you find ways to live a more authentic life every week I've guests on the show from yoga teachers to meditation instructors everyone to help you feel like the best you I'm so glad you're here and I hope you enjoy this episode Today on the podcast, I have Stephanie Wigner. She is a chiropractor and business coach. Today we're gonna talk a little bit about manifesting, achieving your goals this year, and how to scale a side hustle. So thanks for coming on, Stephanie.
1: Yes, thank you so much for having me. I'm excited to do this with you.
0: Yeah, same here. Um, So I know you're a chiropractor and I want you to share a little bit about your story of why you started business coaching. I think it's super interesting. So I'd love for you to share.
1: Yeah. So, um, when I first started my chiropractic office, uh, about five years ago, I really didn't have any traditional business training. I just had graduated school and I wanted new that I wanted to open a business. So mm-hmm. I kind of took it upon myself to start reading a ton of books about business, listening to podcasts and, Once I started learning things, I knew that other people in my similar position who are getting ready to launch a business needed to have access to this information. And so since then, over the years, I've done several workshops, I've hired several business coaches for myself, I've attended masterminds, so that I could just have the most up-to-date data that applies to the economy and applies to marketing, sales, that sort of thing. Um, and so what happened is within my office, uh, we specialize in pediatrics and prenatal chiropractic. And so I have a lot of women within my sphere of influence and they happen to want to start businesses or they might have that side hustle that you talked about Mm -hmm. that they really want to scale or develop or, you know, just try something new. And so, Um, Once I started to realize that, I was like, what can I do to help them and support them? Because in my similar situation, they don't really have any business training. And so that's kind of the idea behind the Holistic Circle. It's a community dedicated to helping women either start a business or scale a business. We have quarterly networking events where we'll meet and we'll say, hey, how can we collaborate together? What are some things that we should be focusing on the next quarter? And it's just kind of evolving from there.
0: Yeah, I love that. I love the support too. I feel like it's nice to have other people in your circle that can support you and cheer you on. So I love that you provide that for people you coach too.
1: Yeah, for sure. And um, especially being a business owner, you know, whether it's like you said, a side hustle or a full blown thing, nobody ever really tells you good job. Nobody ever really tells you like, Hey, that was great, but you could try this instead. It is very isolating. Um, and so I learned just by having mentors in my life, if I could run some things by them, you know, have them in my corner cheering me on and helping me realize that there's things that could be done differently that I might not be able to speed, just having a fresh perspective has been super beneficial.
0: I love that. I really can relate to you on that. And networking too is great in its own way. It's a great way to gain new clients. And that doesn't have to be the focus for networking. I feel like networking can surprise you in so many ways. It could open up doors for partnerships or other business opportunities. So I'm also Uh, a huge advocate for that.
1: Yeah, I am. I've done pretty much every networking thing you can think of all the way from BNI to local meetups and that sort of thing. And I really wanted to do networking different Mm -hmm. and not a huge thing that I promote. I pretty much just tell, you know, like I'll post about it on Instagram, but I'll tell women that I know that are in similar situations who are trying to grow a following so that we can all connect together. And it's not really, it's more of a collaborative effort rather than like, I know all this stuff. Here's what you need to know. Um, I really like everybody getting to express themselves and talk, everybody having the opportunity to talk about what they have. And then also when we do networking, it's like, what's the biggest obstacle you've overcome in the last mm-hmm. quarter? You know, when we had ours at the end of 2020, it was like, okay, what's something that you think you could have improved that you encountered this year, but what's something that you're proud of? Because obviously we all should have things that we're really proud of because 2020 yeah. was a crapshoot <laughs> and um, the fact that all of us are just, you know, still here. Here and resilient and pushed forward. and I'm sure most of us had hard days. some of us had good days, you know, it was just so many roller coaster of emotions. So the networking's that too, just to kind of be open and authentic. It's not really to sell you a product that I might have or vice versa. It's like, hey, what can we do together? Can we hop on a podcast together and just collaborate and share our experiences? Can we put on an event together? What can we do so that we both um, are seeing our vision through?
0: I love that. That makes me really happy. I'm so glad that you provide that for people. I feel like you'll have to come to the next one. Oh my God. Yeah. I'm there. I'm so (laughs) excited about it. Um, Cool. So one of the things that I was thinking about was um, what do you feel like is the most important thing that people need to know if they're starting a business or trying to scale a side hustle. I know specifically there's people who listen to the podcast that are sick of their jobs, they kind of feel like their soul is getting sucked, and they just want a way out, but they don't know how to scale their business in a way where they could be their own boss or work for themselves. And I also think it's okay to say, you know, it takes time and and be okay with like waiting till you're at the point where you can leave your job. So what's your advice with all that?
1: Um, so definitely, I think, you know, more now than ever, we live in like the instant gratification phase yeah. where like we can Amazon something, it's here in like less than 48 hours and we're like, oh, I want start, to start this side business and I want to make $5,000 a month doing it. You know, um, that's just not reality. Anything worth having definitely takes time. And so I feel like the biggest thing for that is having realistic expectations to know yeah. that, hey, this isn't going to happen overnight. Anybody who's ever claimed to be an overnight success will tell you it took 10 years to get there you know? And I think that if you're thinking about leaving a job that maybe you don't love, or you feel is like not your ultimate purpose, I encourage people to think about what they're passionate about. Cause that is usually something you want to spend more time on. Yeah. Um, and so write down the things that you enjoy doing and then start another list and write down the things that you think you're good at.
0: Mm-hmm. So
1: for me, um, there's all kinds of, you know, personality tests out there that you can take. So like Tony Robbins has a disc assessment that tells you where you're strengths are. And then there's um, a Gallup assessment that you can do that tells you like your biggest qualities and how you should try to implement those into your life. So
0: Mm -hmm. uh,
1: five or six years ago, when I first graduated, um, I took that. And one of my biggest things was communication. Yeah, Yeah. What should I do with it? I should focus my time communicating with people like you. I should focus my time communicating with my patients. And so When I thought about what I wanted to do, I really found that I enjoyed helping people. And so while I help people through chiropractic care and getting healthy and that sort of thing, I really wanted to help people outside of that too. And sometimes I think people think that you have to be super clear on what it is you want to do before you can take the first step. And um, I can tell you what consulting has transpired into for me is not what I originally envisioned it to be. Um, I happen to coach a lot of other chiropractors. And when I first started out consulting, I was like, no, I don't, I don't want to work with chiropractors. And then naturally like the universe just kind of shows you like, but this is who you can really help too. And so my one-on-one coaching happens to be other chiropractors, service providers, acupuncturists, massage therapists, that sort of thing. But what makes me feel good is like the one-on-one with like smaller startups, I guess, and smaller side hustles. But I think the best thing to do when you're thinking of generating a new income stream is just to write down everything that lights your soul on fire. And you might not even know what that is. Just start journaling about it and you'll start to realize, oh, like, that's cool. How can I monetize that?
0: Yeah, I love that. I definitely think you have to have a strong why for the work that you want to do. And you have to have some passion behind it because otherwise you'll burn out just as quickly as you did with your full-time job you know you have to have some heart behind the work you do and it just helps fuel the fire a little bit more so that you can be patient with yourself and you can keep growing I think the thing about entrepreneurship is it's not for everyone absolutely Absolutely. anyone can be an entrepreneur but you also have to be willing to constantly evolve and you know be gritty, I guess, and, and be resourceful and, and give yourself credit, like with every small achievement too. I feel like that's helpful. For
1: sure. And, um, you know, people often, I feel like want to leave a job because of things like, oh, I, I can't request a day off when I want it. You know, I have to put it in advance or I'm tired of working this much. Um, and then you know, you'll start to work for yourself and you're like, wow, my boss really doesn't give me time off, which is myself. Like, you know, I always am working, um, because it does take a little bit more work when you're trying to start something from the ground up. And so, you know, today's supposed to be my day off, but I'm still working because I do enjoy it. So it's not as difficult to make myself work, but I do find that, you know, in, in, Previously, when I used to work for somebody, I work way more now than I worked then. And so I think you hit the nail on the head where maybe entrepreneurship isn't for everybody. Um, I definitely think it comes with a new set of stress that you've never experienced before that, you know, if you're not somebody who handles stress really well, maybe you should just like dip your toe in before you decide to go full fledged for it. Another thing, Rachel, while you're saying, uh, starting your side hustle, find somebody who's doing what you want to be doing. Yep. And so, you know, if somebody has a boutique that sells homemade candles, go and hang out in their boutique. Ask them if you can shadow them for a day and yeah, see yeah. everything it entails. It's not just making the candles. It's you know um, all the other aspects that are involved with it too. It's handling um, staff that you have to be in charge of and all sorts of things that maybe you haven't quite thought about. I think that finding people who are doing what you want to be doing and then trying to learn from them is one of the easiest, cheapest, most effective strategies you can have before starting.
0: Oh, absolutely. I highly advocate like getting a mentor. I feel like there has to be somebody that you could shadow to make sure that it's a good fit, too. So that's a great tip. I'm so glad that you brought that up because you, you really have to see what it's like. You have to see like how that person runs their business or you know ask questions, like have somebody that you can turn to that you could really like pick their brain, like get all the information you can. So I love the idea of having a mentor i I definitely feel like that's important.
1: For sure. And, you know, in order to scale, I feel like any business, when you collaborate with others, mm-hmm. I feel like you can, you know, you're we talking about getting successful super quick. When you collaborate, it's a joint effort. And yeah. so you're able to, cause there's somebody else working on it with you. There's somebody else promoting you and promoting whatever it is you want to do. So for consulting, for me, that was one of the things that I did is that I decided to partner with a company who had a similar audience that I have. And we were, you know, I was able to have no clients to have 10 private clients in less than two months. And so if you're wanting to start something new, there's probably somebody out there that you know, who's either doing it or wants to start doing it, that if you guys can come to a common agreement, then you'll be able to scale faster as well.
0: Yeah, I love that tip. I think partnering is also really fun. You know, if you have like a program that you're trying to create, like maybe getting some expert advice from someone else and having them come on and, and collaborate with you. And I think there's also a level of knowing yourself in entrepreneurship, like know what lights you up, like you said, not just the work, but also is connection and collaboration something that you thrive off of? Exactly. And if it, yeah, if it is, make sure that you're not. Going to have a lonely entrepreneurship journey. Make sure that you are constantly collaborating and keeping it fresh for yourself. If that's the type of person you are, so
1: for sure, yeah, it comes back to like knowing your strengths and what what you do well in. You know, just like marriage. Like my husband is not great at bookkeeping, so he doesn't do the bookkeeping in their house. Yeah but he has other strengths. He's very outgoing and personable. And so that's his strength for our marriage, you know, and it's essentially when you're signing up for a partnership, it's literally a marriage. Mm -hmm. Um, and so just knowing like, if there's strengths that you can bring to the table and fill a need for the other person, then it's likely to be a win-win for both.
0: Yes. I love that. You said that it also made me think about the idea of, knowing when to outsource to in a business. So there's this idea that when we're an entrepreneur, we have to wear all the hats and that in itself can be overwhelming. And I think that's one of the things that leads to burnout quickly, but it's also like knowing what you can outsource and and how to figure that out. So do you have any tips on that?
1: Um, So I tell everyone to write down all of the tasks that you do in a day, Mm -hmm. from the time you wake up to the time you go to sleep, and then like rate them on a scale of one to five, how much you enjoy them, or maybe they don't bother you, maybe you're indifferent, and then the ones that you absolutely don't ever want to do and just do it because you have to and there's nobody else to do it. Um, and then I look at outsourcing those things first because it's just gonna give you more energy too. Like if your energy is being drained by doing something, like if you hated posting on social media. Um, and you know, that was just such a time or energy suck for you, then absolutely hire a social media company or a marketing company so that you don't have to spend time doing that because the time that you're focusing on that could be better spent on developing relationships or attracting more clients and that sort of thing.
0: Mm-hmm. Um,
1: so I'm a big fan in outsourcing. I pretty much outsource anything I can that I don't enjoy doing. Um, because as an entrepreneur, you'll start to get busier too, and exactly. you won't have time to do everything. There'll come a point in your journey where you're like, okay, I don't have time to do this. It's just good to know know what it is you don't want to do. Um, The other thing that was super beneficial for me that was pointed out to me a couple years ago um, was not only so the list of tasks that you want to outsource, but a list of tasks that you do on a daily basis and then putting a numerical value to it. So if you're um, going and buying groceries, for instance, right, that takes maybe an hour give or take out of your day. But could you be using that hour of time to generate 40 bucks or, you know, it's a very like time value relationship. And so could you just order your groceries online then and save that hour of time so that you can be doing revenue producing activities? Um, maybe it's, it, it could be anything that you spend time on. Um, and then once you start to grow your vision, grow your brand, grow your company, that's when you'll hire more staff to come on and do some of those things that don't produce you as much revenue. Um, and so, some, you know, most of us start out as a one man show. We do it all. Like you said, we wear all the hats. Um, but as you start to grow and scale, you'll realize you can't do it all. And so, you'll want to also pass along not only the stuff you don't like, but the stuff that takes a lot of time and doesn't produce revenue.
0: Absolutely. That's a great tip. I love that you also highlight time and energy as our most valuable resource because it truly, truly is. Um, So knowing what drains your energy and what tends to be a time suck for you, I feel like is super important. So when I think about energy, it always leads to like the idea of manifesting. And so I know you have some tips on manifesting, and I'm really um, curious to start talking about you know, having an abundance mindset and manifesting. So let's get into that. So I think there's some misconceptions about manifesting. I feel like people have a, have weird uh, (laughs) thoughts about it because (laughs) it's
1: woo woo, right? Like, (laughs) like, what is that word that everybody's talking about now? I don't really understand it. Uh, Or they think it's like, yeah they they just have indifferent feelings about it because they don't understand it and so mm-hmm. for me manifesting you know if you're like type a i tend to be more type a but mm-hmm. it's just planning and goal setting you know um the more spiritual i become i realize that i manifest the things that i currently have you know when i was back in school and i was dreaming of having a clinic um i truly believe i manifested the clinic i have because i envisioned it and i wrote it down and Um, you know, I did all the necessary steps for it to happen. So I put action behind those goals, Mm -hmm. but it's also sometimes, uh, you can manifest bigger than you thought. I didn't think I would have what I have now, you know, but just by dreaming and journaling and writing down what it is you want, it comes, it comes into your life much easier. And so, um, i love planners and so i have a law of attraction planner so like two of the best planners i find for entrepreneurs or go-getters people who like to have a lot of things going at once are the law of attraction planner and the passion planner
0: right. And
1: um i joke that my planner is like magical because everything i write down comes to fruition i love that uh, but i think that's part of the manifesting yeah and i remember when my husband and i were looking for our first home i wrote down like three bedrooms two bath, large driveway Uh, large backyard, wooden floors, gray walls. Like I got super, super specific. And um, the house that we now live in has all of those things. And when I'm writing things down, I don't necessarily like overthink it. I just write whatever comes to me. Mm -hmm. And because it's in my journal, I can reflect back and see, like, once we moved in, I was looking through an old journal. I'm like, oh my gosh, this has literally everything that I wrote down. And so I just think the universe conspires to give you what you truly want. As long as you're clear and concise about it. A lot of times we're like, Oh, I want a pay raise. Okay. But what, like, that's not enough direction. Like, what do you mean? Do you want to make another thousand dollars a year? Do you want to make $10,000 a year? You know? Um, or, Oh, I want a vacation. Okay. Do you just want three days off or do you want five days in Cabo? And so the more clear you are about your intentions and what it is you want, I think it just makes your life so much easier and congruent with what it is you're trying to achieve.
0: Yes. I I love a couple of the things you said. I love the clarity piece because I feel like the clarity piece is super important. And I also love the inspired action piece because I do think we have to create steps and actions to manifest. I don't think we can just like think about it and then call it a day, like, I like.
1: <laughs> I think that's why it gets like a bad rap, you know, because people are like, you can't just make a vision board. And then by the end of 2021, all this stuff's going to come true on it. Like, of course not. That's not how it works. You know, you can't just dream about, you know, making more money and then it shows up in your bank account. That's not how it works. You have to have that inspired action behind it. But as long as you do that, then it will come to fruition because the universe always rewards action. As long as you're taking action, you're putting one step in front of the other, it's going to work out for you. It might not always, be what you originally envisioned. Like I said, I didn't originally envision having multiple chiropractors that I coach, but that's the way it naturally transpired. And, um, I think it just, you know, when I brought on, um, some of the staff into my clinic, I didn't always envision exactly the way it worked out, but it worked out better than I could have ever imagined it to. Yeah, yeah. And I think letting go of some of that control and just knowing like, hey, this is what I want. And whenever and however it comes to me, I'm open to receiving that.
0: I like that. Yeah. Um, a couple of things came to mind too. Do you feel like you have to be in like a certain state to attract? Do you feel like there's some best practices like gratitude or, um, you know, raising your vibration. Do you feel like that's part of the process too? Um,
1: so I think everybody has a different state that they do their best manifesting in and yeah. what works for me might not work for you. I personally do my best manifesting early in the morning. It's when I have a clear mind. I love to get my planner, my journal and have a cup of coffee and have it be peace and quiet and truly just like let my mind run wild. You know, I do a like we live by the beach, so I love being at the beach and just like writing down what comes to me because I feel like I'm at one with nature. Yeah, I do love just like as a tip for those who may. Maybe are struggling and want to get into more of that abundance gratitude mindset is setting a gratitude timer on your phone okay. so like every hour an alarm goes off and you just have to either a say okay I'm in abundant state Or saying like, this is what I'm grateful for so that you can help get into that frequency as you were talking about. Yeah. Um, Especially for somebody who's going through a hard time where it's easy to focus on the negative things happening. You kind of just have to rewire your brain and get back to that natural state of um, being grateful and wanting to, you know, be in that happy, positive state. And sometimes you need help literally like a timer going off to be like, Hey, what are you grateful for right now? That's kind of just a tip that I've used in the past when I needed help.
0: Yeah, I do see the connection between gratitude and being in a high vibe state and manifesting for me personally. Um, But I do like what you said about just knowing yourself and knowing when you go in and out of state. Like Nicole came on the podcast and we talked a little bit about self study. And I feel like this theme is just constant throughout all the episodes. It's all about knowing yourself, learning your best practices, learning self care practices that work for you. I feel like that's a huge piece of this too.
1: Absolutely. And there's times I'm sure that all of us have been in a place where we're like, I just don't feel creative. I just don't feel like I'm propelling forward. And whenever I feel like that, instead of pushing through, I just take time to pause and do some of those practices that you mentioned where I reflect, okay, like what maybe is blocking my energy? What do I need to take care of or remove from my life so that I can continue to get into that abundant flow? And sometimes it's, I need more time off work, or I need like a peaceful weekend with nothing to do, or I need to take a nice long bath and read a book. I get really Um, energized when I'm reading or learning or listening to a podcast. And so have you heard of the new app Clubhouse?
0: Yeah, I haven't played around on it too much, but I, I definitely am like trying to get into it.
1: Yeah. So at first I was like, oh, I'm not going to be about this. But then some of the speakers that I started following, like I've just had that on in the morning while I'm like getting ready for work. um, Cause you know, they don't, you could just listen in essentially to really heavy hitters and people who are doing amazing things or who are super inspiring. And it's such a good way to kind of start off your date where you're just getting 10 to 15 minutes of positive inspiration before you get bombarded with, you know, the news, social media, emails, and all of that. It's just a good time to start your day with positivity.
0: Absolutely. Yeah, I love that. So I want to talk a little bit about abundance for a second, just to kind of get clear on what an abundance mindset is, and what a scarcity mindset is, and how we can avoid being in a scarcity mindset, And I also want to talk about imposter syndrome because I feel like that's related to this conversation too. So I think when people start out in their journey of entrepreneurship, it's also this idea of like, okay, well now I'm making money for myself and how can I, you know, live in an abundant place versus letting your blocks and your fears stop you from really accomplishing your goals. And then also like embodying the person that you want to be and not letting imposter syndrome sink in I think we all feel imposter syndrome on some level at some point but just overcoming those two blocks
1: so I've always tried to operate from the place of be do have yeah and so you know being who you want to be showing up of your highest self and then doing the things that your highest most powerful self would do and then you start to have those things yeah Um, And I think as far as abundance versus scarcity, it really comes back to the programming that we were taught. You know, when we were little, we were told you can do, you know, hopefully most of us were told you can do anything you want. Like you just have to put your mind to it. But then over time you start to hear phrases like, oh, well you can't do that. Or "We don't have money for that. Or that's impossible. You can't do that. And so we just start to get, those phrases ingrained in us. And then we start telling ourselves that when we have this new big idea, all of that self-doubt starts to come in. And so I think surrounding yourself with people who are positive and, you know, encourage you is definitely a huge factor. Um, And then just knowing that, most of us still will have slip ups where we go into a moment of scarcity thinking, you know, I can imagine um, whether you owned your own business, or you were at a company, when March of 2020 hit, we all were like, Oh, my God, what's going to happen? I'm going to lose my income, I'm not going to be able to pay my rent. All of this happened due to an outside force. And I think those who process that and said, Okay, I'm still going to be okay, things are going to work out, you know, getting back to that, like, God, the universe, whoever you believe in has control. It's all going to be okay. You're able to stop that scarcity thinking and get back into an abundant flow, but you have to recognize when you're having that scarcity thinking. Yeah, I think it's important because we are talking about, um, Monetary abundance. Abundance comes in the form of many other things. Um, It's peace within yourself. Like if you're feeling conflicted on a daily basis, if you're in a job that you don't like, that's not an abundant flow. But abundance comes when you're at peace with yourself, when you're nice to yourself, when you love yourself, you know, that's true abundance. It comes when you can give to others, whether it's your time, whether it's you know, just a listening ear, whatever it may be, that's another way that you're in an abundant state. It's not just monetary. And I think sometimes when people talk about manifesting, they think that you can only manifest money. You can manifest relationships. Like maybe you miss having like a best friend or maybe you wanna develop a relationship with somebody that you become best friends. Or maybe it's a uh, like spouse, if you're not married or you're not dating, maybe you wanna manifest that true partnership into your life. You can manifest Almost anything that you want, as long as you're clear about what it
0: is. Yeah, I love that you said that. I also like to think that gratitude is abundance because it's already giving thanks for what we have and knowing that, you know, there's this level of trust that you have to have in manifesting too. I I do think you have to have some strong beliefs in that, you know, the universe has your back and the universe has your best interest in mind and also the best interest for everyone involved. Um, I think that conversation on beliefs is really a powerful one because if you believe the universe has your back it will
1: absolutely if you knew that somebody was going to be there to catch you if you fall like what's stopping you from jumping and just going for it you know yeah you you literally can accomplish anything but you're right it has to start with you believing that first so you'll never take the first step and knowing that there's no wrong answer like If you jump and you fail and it doesn't work out, like that's okay. You learned something. It doesn't mean that you should stop. It means that you just change your strategy and keep moving forward.
0: Yes, I agree with that. So I do want to talk a little bit about some tangible things like creating habits or creating goals and lists. I know that you like to be very clear and concise, especially when you're helping other people. So how have you been helping people with the new year and planning and getting into this whole logistical part of manifesting? Yeah.
1: So I feel like with the new year, you know, everybody talks about creating a vision board or setting goals for the new year. So I follow, I think I got this tactic from a little bit of Tony Robbins and a little bit of Dave Ramsey. Mm-hmm. And so essentially it's setting goals in seven different categories. And so you'd want to set a, I call it a goal setting checklist. You'd want to set goals in career, financial, spiritual, physical, intellectual, Family and social, and then you put a time frame with all of those. So um, it's kind of like a spreadsheet that you would set those goals in each category for three months, six months, one year, three year, and five years. Mm-hmm. It- so, um, it sounds intense for somebody who <laughs> maybe doesn't use a spreadsheet, but it just forces you to get really clear. Right. Um, it also helps you stay accountable. Cause you're like, well, if I wanted to hit this goal at month one, I need to continue to do that to reach my three month goal. Yeah. And, um, I actually have this checklist on my website if it sounds confusing. So I've already created the checklist with, um, some goal setting tips too, if anybody wants to grab that, but it's really helped me get a clear vision from where I'm headed. And as I said earlier, I like to reflect back on, you know, the year, the goals that I set five years ago Mm -hmm. to make sure that I'm hitting them or I'm pursuing them. Or maybe what I thought I wanted five years ago isn't what I want. That's completely okay. Yeah. Change, but then I'm able to know that I can clear space to hit something else.
0: Yeah. Um,
1: So I, I love having time to do that because I think it's important. We could all get very lost and we could all just go on about, the day-to-day mundane things that we do but i think that all of us have a purpose and we're all here to be a gift to others and so when you tap into that purpose you know you just basically make the world a better place as cliche as that sounds
0: oh, i love it i'm here for that conversation <laughs> i i think it just feels so good and feels so right so i do want to talk about like following your feelings as well um i feel like your feelings and beliefs play a role in your manifesting so What I mean by that is like, if you are following the things that feel good and you, you do believe that they serve a higher purpose, the universe is always listening. So the universe is like, oh, she likes dance. Hmm. Let's give her some opportunities in that area. And then doors will start to open, but that's just one example. I think, you know, it's, it's good to get really clear on, you know, what lights us up in general. So be exploratory and, you know, discover things and be okay with like trying new things for sure.
1: And telling people in your circle, what it is you want to accomplish. So often we keep our dreams to ourselves because maybe maybe nobody else wants to hear them, or they might think what I want to do is stupid, or they'll make fun of me. But if you tell people within your circle, like, Hey, I want to become a public speaker. Mm -hmm. The next time they hear like, Oh, Rachel needs somebody on their podcast, they can refer them, you know, or, Hey, uh, there's this local thing happening. You should go give it a try. Or if you tell somebody like, um, you know, I want to start my own clothing line, then they're good. If they hear somebody that could help you, they're going to let you know. But when you keep all of your dreams and aspirations to yourself, nobody can help you. And so I think, although it may be very vulnerable to put it out there, Mm -hmm. you have to.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I agree with you. I think it is vulnerable, especially for people who don't want to fail. So it's almost like you don't want to talk about these super personal things because you care so much about them. And it's it's scary. There's some fear around big dreams and big goals. But I think that's normal. I think we should start normalizing fear a little more just to help, to help people cope with it. Like fear Absolutely. is a normal reaction to things that are new. And so if you're trying to up level or trying to start something, you're going to feel a little bit of fear.
1: Yeah. I'm sure you were nervous when you started your podcast. Like what if I don't get anybody on there? It's just natural when you start something new. And then meanwhile, you're killing it. You know, you've had three seasons. So it's just putting yourself out there. And then people are like, Oh, I want to listen, like sharing it all over the place. You know, you just, you definitely have to put yourself out there, but I agree. Fear is meant to drive us. Um, We wouldn't have been born with that emotion if it wasn't. And uh, we just have to use it to our advantage and let instead of letting it Um, you know, engulf us and paralyzing us.
0: Absolutely. So well said. I really appreciate that. Just don't let your fear paralyze you and, you know, continuously move forward and be open to growth. And um, I think one of the best things too about growth is that, like you said, we're constantly evolving. So be comfortable with growth, you know, like be comfortable with things changing and evolving over time just because you started, you know, a chiropractic business doesn't mean you can't consult. So be okay, yeah, be okay with like what comes next and open to it.
1: Yeah, cuz there they're, you're coming constantly get um new opportunities. Yeah. But what I've learned over time is the opportunities don't always last yeah. and so those who are decisive um, you know, a lot of times, like you said, either fears paralyzing you or people are just indecisive and they don't know what they want, but you can have an opportunity knocking on your door. And if you don't act on it, it's not going to last. But if you just say, okay, let me take the first step and see how this unfolds. There's a whole new world that opens up to you.
0: Mm -hmm. what I've learned about the universe too, is the universe doesn't like indecision. It's not going to reward you. Exactly. it's, It's almost like when these opportunities come, you have to move with them and you have to go with the flow of things because you'll, you will miss out. So I love that you said that too. For sure. Yeah. Oh, this has been so good. I'm so happy that you came on. Uh, I think you gave a lot of tangible tips, tools, and solutions for folks. So um, where can everyone find you? How can they get in touch with you? What's all your info? Uh,
1: So on Instagram, I'm Dr. Steph Wigner. And um, the consulting community that we have is The Holistic Circle. uh, And then you can just check me out on my website at stephaniewigner.com.
0: Awesome. And what's next for you? Are you, um, you know, growing with the clients you're taking on? Are you going to have workshops? What's next for you? Um,
1: Yeah, so I hosted my first workshop in the fall. I'm looking at... um posting some more, and I'm looking at getting involved in speaking. Mm-hmm. So I have my first um, speaking engagements that I'm supposed to do this year. Hopefully uh, they get to happen because it's gonna force me outside of my comfort zone, which I'm excited and terrified about. Um, but yeah, I think just seeing, you know, where the universe thinks it can best use me and um, how I can help the most people. But I'm super, super looking forward to uh, seeing what that is.
0: Yeah. And I think before we wrap up, I love that you're highlighting service too. I feel like if you are genuinely out to serve other people, the universe like claps for that. And the universe is like, okay, I see you. Let's,
1: yeah, for sure.
0: Yeah. Let's Always
1: you. coming from a place of like, how can I help others? And I think that you'll be rewarded endlessly yeah. you know, by By everything. Um, when you just come from a place of being helpful for others and a place of service, Um, I think you're able to develop more meaningful relationships and in turn, it just, it feels good to help others.
0: Oh my gosh. I definitely think that goes to the blueprint of when you start your business. I feel like there's some components to it. What do I love doing? What am I good at? What can I make money at? And how can I help other people? I feel like those are the core things to starting a business.
1: Yeah, for sure. That's just that's like your need to know one (laughs) hundred and one. (laughs) Yes. Once you got that figured out, you can do anything.
0: (laughs) I agree. Well, thank you so much for coming on. I really appreciate your time and all your knowledge. So.
1: Yes, thank you so much for having me. I'm looking forward to uh, meeting in person and connecting soon.
0: Yeah, and really quick, are your workshops and um, speaking engagements going to be virtual? What, what's the uh,
1: So our networking is always in person. Um, we keep it super small right now, given what we have to do. But I, I just, I crave the community connection. And I think more now than ever, people are too. Like I'm doing some uh, conference speaking this weekend that's going to be virtual. Um, but m- hopefully moving throughout the year, most of it's going to be in person.
0: Okay. Well you guys need to follow steps so you can definitely attend these events. I think that you know the ability to have community right now is really key. For sure. So, yeah.
1: We all we all need it more
0: now than ever. <laughs> Agreed. All right. Thank you. Thanks for checking out this episode of the Solutions Podcast. For more episodes just like this, be sure to subscribe. And if you want to follow us on Instagram, we're at Pod. Thanks again for listening and be sure to check out our next episode.